You're listening to The Word of Hope, sermons preached at Hope Lutheran Church in Aurora, Colorado. Today's sermon is by Pastor Dean Bernke. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The basis for our Christmas Day sermon, rather, is from the book of Psalms, Psalm 145, verse 16, where David wrote, You open your hand and you satisfy the need of every living thing. Today, I want each of you to be, we're going to begin, I want each of you to look at your hands. What do you see? What story do your hands tell? Of course, you see that you have ten fingers, though probably there may be some here that there are some exceptions to this. The fact that you've lost a finger, perhaps part of a finger, tells a story in and of itself, doesn't it? Look at the palms of your hands, your fingertips. What do you see? Do you see hands that are rough and cracked? Is there dirt caught in the cracks? Perhaps on your hands there's telltale signs of paint or grease. Are your hands smooth and soft? Large or small? Perhaps for you arthritis is taking or has started to take its toll on your hands. What do your hands tell you about the kind of work you do or the hobbies you enjoy? Or maybe you're one of those people that when they talk, they're always moving their hands, waving their hands. It's amazing, isn't it, what our hands say about us? Maybe last night or today you reached out or will reach out your hands and give a gift to someone Perhaps a member of your family, a friend, your hands are extended to that person in love. You know, in the Old Testament, we read about God's hands, don't we? We read about how God's hands carefully and lovingly created the first people. It doesn't just say some powerful words like, let there be and something is made. Now, of course, he said that about creating the heavens and the earth and the sky and the plants and animals and so on. But as you read Genesis, when it came to the first man and woman, it was completely different. The word used there to describe God creating Adam and Eve is that he formed them like a potter molds clay with his hands until that thing that he is making is just the right shape. That that object is perfect in his eyes. It's shaped with purpose and love. And again, again, scriptures remind us how God's hand leads and guides and protects and helps and holds and strengthens and keeps his people on the right path. He leads his people from the land of Egypt by the hand, we are told in Hebrews. It's a loving God who says in Isaiah, 
I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Again, again, it's stated, my soul clings to you. Your right hand upholds me. And again, the Psalms, it says, when you open your hands, they are filled with good things. And likewise at Christmas, we're reminded that God has reached out and given us, God's hands have reached out and given us a very special gift. In Bethlehem's manger, we find that God, who created the whole universe, becomes a human like us. There in that manger, we find a baby whose hands are ever so soft and fragile, smelling like a newborn only a few hours old. And those hands in the manger, they just seem so helpless, so dependent on his parents, Mary and Joseph, who can't resist reaching over and lovingly holding those hands, those tiny hands, and their seemingly gigantic hands. It almost seems impossible, doesn't it, that the hands that form the universe should become the tiny hands of a baby. But it's true. That child in that manger is a very special and precious gift from God. There was a woman who paid a visit to the home of her friend. At this home was this little girl who had this marvelous doll collection. And that collection grew larger with the opening of Christmas gifts. Making adult conversation with the little girl, the friend asked, she said, of all the dolls that you have here, which one is your favorite? The girl brings out a doll that perhaps is the most tattered and pathetic doll the woman had ever seen. The face was disfigured because there was a crack in the nose. One of the china arms was cracked. The other arm was completely missing. And the woman asked, why do you love this doll the most? You have all these pretty dolls. Why that one? To which the little girl said, I love this one the most because she needs it the most. If I didn't love her, nobody else would. That little girl, without knowing it, was really echoing the words of the Christmas angels. Because God is loving us. God is loving each one of you when no one else would. To the world, we're nothing but a statistic. To our government, we're numbers to be processed and polled and tallied. To businesses, we are consumers with wallets and purses that need to be emptied even when we really don't need more trinkets and gadgets. But to God, we are sinful souls. We're marked, we're marred by our disobedience. To God, we are individuals who are in need of his mercy and grace. He loves us. He took upon himself human flesh 
and bone to rescue us from the grasp of Satan who holds people in slavery to their fear of death. This is Jesus, Emmanuel, which means God with us. This is a savior about which the angel spoke to the shepherds on the night he was born when they said, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a savior who is Christ the Lord. God opened his hand and he satisfied the need of every living thing. We are all sinners, each and every last one of us. We all have done wrong. But God's hand has reached out to us and given us a special gift of his son in order to save us. The Bible says this in 1 John, God showed his love for us by sending his only son into the world so that we might have life through him. Those tiny hands in that manger are a symbol of God's incredible love for each one of us. But we also know those hands of that baby in Bethlehem became crucified hands. The nail marks on Jesus' hands tell a story. The pierced hands tell us that Jesus died for us. Again, as the angel said, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And to become our Savior, he died on the cross. Give us forgiveness for all of our sins and wrongdoing. Those nail-pierced hands tell us how much God loves us. That he was prepared to die so that we could have life forever with him in heaven. And just as God's hands gave us the gift to the baby Jesus at Christmas because he loves us, likewise, his outstretched hands, nail-pierced hands, demonstrates how far God was prepared to go for each and every one of us. It was those nail-pierced hands that the disciples saw and touched that convinced them that Jesus was truly alive and proclaimed, my Lord and my God. Jesus had risen from the dead. Jesus had defeated death. He has assured that all who believe and live and believe in him will have life forever. And today, those hands of blessing extend over each of us as we carry on his work of sharing that love with others, telling others that God has come to earth as a tiny baby in Bethlehem and that he has given forgiveness and eternal life. As we become, use our hands to become his hands and carry on his work, his hands lead us as we share his love and forgiveness and compassion with others. It's his hands that hold our hands when the going gets difficult in life. It's his hands that steady our hands when we lose courage. It's his hands that guide us when we lose our way 
in our following Jesus gets lost in the busyness of everyday life. His hands point us in the direction of those whose hands we need to hold on to at any given moment. Being the hands of Jesus in the world is not easy. It challenges us. And people will question our reasons and our intentions. But all the time, Jesus raises his hands in blessing, assuring us that he is truly Emmanuel, God with us, walking with us each step of the way, comforting us as we journey through life with all its ups and downs, its peaks and valleys. Today, this Christmas day, this special morning, we celebrate. We give thanks to God for what God has done for us. And as we kneel in heart and mind at the manger again this Christmas, we cannot help but marvel at the hand of God who satisfied our every need. The psalmist's words are as true as ever. You open your hand. You satisfy the desire, the need of every living thing. Amen. And now may the peace of God which surpass all human understanding guard your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to The Word of Hope. We hope your time with us was filled with joy and peace in hearing the Lord's Word. If you have questions or would like more information about Hope Lutheran Church, please visit our website at www.hopeaurora.org. Send an email to office at hopeaurora.org or call us at 303-364-7416. This has been The Word of Hope.